what is it? The blood of the what is that movie called? <laughs> the sweet blood of Jesus. Yeah, the sweet blood of Jesus. Which, again, it. I mean, it's not even really. It's his movie, but it's just a rip-off homage of Ganjin Hess. So, um, inferior. Yet it strikes out yet again in remaking somebody else's work. Something else Asian that is superior to his work. What's with the, Do you think he was like an anime nerd when he was younger? Was anime even invented when he was younger? <laughs> He's just like one of those anime nerds that just wants to remake just uh, Asian. <laughs> Speed yeah. racer. Spike Lee's Speed Racer could have been good. Spike oh. Lee's, yeah. Oh. Spike have Lee's you, uh, Sa- Sailor Moon. Sa- Spike uh-huh. Lee's Sailor Moon. What do you think of the Wachowski's Speed Racer movie? I think it's it's good for what it is. It's I, I see it as an, a visually interesting kids movie. That mm. it's quick. It, it does what it sets up to do. I, I wasn't really expecting much because I remember that this series wasn't even very good. It was very basic, so I wasn't expecting, you know, like a uh, an action adventure or whatever. It was fine for, for what it is. Uh, I think it got murdered by critics. Not sure what they were expecting, but I remember that the reaction, and also I don't think it made a lot of money, but I think I have it in DVD now that I think about it. Uh, I, I like it. I don't, I don't really mind it. Yeah. I watched it maybe one time on like HBO in 2008 or something. So I have no opinion of it at all, but it feels like one of those movies that, you know, gets put out and it's entirely dependent on its visuals. Like uh, 300, yeah. you know, is in that yeah, same yeah. thing. I just got cool. 302 from Walgreens for a dollar 99 on 3d Blu-ray. How about that? What is that? 302. I didn't even know it was a thing. 302 rise of the spartans it was uh you know it was it, it kind of felt like um a similar deal to robert rodriguez predators even though he didn't direct it so it felt like a Zack snyder movie no. but like that's Zach, hilarious Zack Hello, snyder just said, didn't have the time to actually direct it himself you know was you said it? rise of the rise of the spartans but that's the parody i think Meet the Spartans is the parent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one's called Rise of the Empire. Rise of, Rise of the Empire. Thank you. Yeah. I, I got a great deal on 2015, 2014 movies. I got that for buck ninety nine. I got Amazing Spider Man two for buck ninety nine. And I got Inherent Vice for buck ninety nine, which I think is Paul Thomas Anderson's worst film. Yeah. So you just lost six bucks is what but you're saying. They were a buck ninety nine a piece. That's too good to beat. Brand new, not used, not opened at any point. Nobody spilled a soda on them. New. So, that's, yeah. that's my yeah. weekend. Anyway. Sounds terrible. <laughs> Sounds fucking awful. <laughs> it's, it's a great triple feature, though. Wouldn't you say? A good comic book triple feature. A good adaptation triple feature, because Inherent Vice is a Thomas Pynchon novel. Okay, well, let's see. So, 300 is almost two hours. I know Inherent Vice is two and a half hours. What was the third winner there? Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay. So, that one's another long one, right? The career ender of Dane DeHaan and Paul That's... Giamatti. So, you're going to spend s- almost seven hours watching those three movies? Yeah. That's right. I'm all right. Yeah. This okay. is all research for movies. 
next three episodes. So you you got you got to well. <laughs> just gonna watch. Let's just watch shitty sequels to shitty movies. <laughs> we should not? do a list like that. Yeah, why not? I'll tell you what though, that Amazing Spider-Man two, at least it no. was an Amazing no. Spider-Man. No, no. What do you What do you mean? No. no. It's worse than the first one. No, it's not. No. And I'll tell you why. Amazing Spider-Man does all the same shit as Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man movie, but worse. Okay, but I wouldn't compare it to the Sam Raimi movie just because of that, because it's going to be bad to begin but, with. But you, you have to. You have to. Because if you have, even if it's different timelines, you go, okay, this movie came out, what, 10 mm. years before? And it did everything here yeah. much better. It's much more memorable. This movie feels redundant as a result of that. No, maybe if I handed a kid Amazing Spider-Man, they'd like it. I doubt it. Oh um, yeah, maybe. Mm. You know, it's but, weirdly dark at some points yeah, for no they, reason. They were coming off the back of Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, and they tried to inject that vibe to it. But the the problem <laughs> is when you're it's dealing Spider with Spider-Man, <laughs> it's flashy. It's kind of cartoony. Sam Raimi got that perfect. I think yeah. he balanced the darkness with the more fantastical over the top elements and uh, spider amazing Spider-Man two does that better. In my opinion, it feels like uh, Joel Schumacher directed it. RIP. I, all right. I, I'll give you that. I just, I, yeah, I don't know. It feels like $2 is too much for that. <laughs> I guess that's where my problem is. Yeah. Let me tell you, if it was three ninety nine, I wouldn't have purchased it. One ninety nine. We're still in the one dollar bracket. That's that's a must buy. You know. Was uh? Did you see uh? Wolverine Origins next to it by any chance? Or like Chun Li? Remember that Street Fighter Chun Li movie? With, <laughs> it uh, sounds like the woman in the sex cult from Smallville. Yeah, and, and the guy from Black Black Eyed Pe Black Eyed Peas. Oh, he was in that. No, I, I'm. Oh yeah. I wish. I wish we had some good Canadian kino like that, but we don't. Uh, the Tekken movie. Have you ever seen the Tekken movies? Oof, no. Is it no? Was that Uwe Ball? Oh no, he did Dead or Alive. I think he did Dead or Alive. He did. He did Dead or Alive. He did House of the Dead. He did the Blood, was it Blood Rain. Blood Rain. Blood Rain. Yeah. yeah. And he did Postal. those movies. Postal. Postal is maybe the best one of his comic book adaptations. Um. No, they did Tekken, and then they did Tekken 2, and it was like, it was Warner Brothers releases, this was not done cheap, but it got zero promotion in the United States, it was a purely Canadian production, I'm, I'm fairly certain. And then there's oh, a wow. Tekken anime, which is much better than both of those. Does it star CW actors? I don't, I don't, I don't even remember, to be honest with you. I mean, probably... All, a, a good portion of those shows are shot in Toronto, so you yeah. wind up. Get, that's probably why Kristen Couric got cast as Chun Li, you know, and she's just Asian enough. Yeah. So, but mm, I, eh, yeah, I don't know. I think she she has more of like a Latina vibe to me than like a fans like a rich Latina than Asian, to be honest. I well, I don't I don't know about that. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. But uh, <laughs> you know that it's just. Just how showbiz works. She's facing ten to life nowadays. You know, is she? I thought it was the blonde girl. Yeah, they're both. In, they're in cahoots. It was all the same. Yeah. yeah, they were all. Everyone in Smallville wasn't it? From what I've heard, um, <laughs> you got the the Superman that got fat. 
<laughs> the the guy no, from Smallville that's, that has that's a... Dean Kane from Lois and Clark. He looks like Emerald Lagasse now. Oh no no, you haven't seen the guy from Smallville then. Because he looks like he's been drinking for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you do. Once your CW show ends, you just hit the bottle. What, what's Welling. his name? Tom Wellington, twenty twenty. Let's let's Tom. do a Google search of this right. Or like Tom Swelling, right? I guess he doesn't look that bad. Okay, never. No, mind. what are you talking about? He's like cut. <laughs> what? He's like, he's like handsome still. <laughs> I don't know. I might have seen a bad photo then. I don't know. I, I think so. I mean, maybe he's wearing like a compression vest or something because it, it looks a little unnatural. Like his chest is sticking out a bit more than his stomach, but he does not look fat by any means. I think you just got confused with Dean Kane. Maybe because Dean Kane is a butterball. Is he fat now? Oh yeah. They. I mean, they're just looking for any reason to shit on him. He he could have been included so easily in Crisis on Infinite Earths. But he did too many Fox News appearances, and they were like, yeah, I think we're good with him. I think we'll get Robert Wall instead. Uh, is that what happened with him? He's like a right-winger? Uh, yeah, he's like a, he's a Trump conservative guy. And I think that yes. probably, mm-hmm. you know, they wouldn't say that, obviously, but I think that played a part in cutting him out of the Supergirl show. I don't know, man. I think... You know, he's part of the God's Not Dead franchise, so I think he's doing pretty well. Uh, alongside Kevin you know, Sorbo and Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. He did uh, The Man Who Went to Heaven. That's his latest movie where he plays a pastor called Pastor Grooms, which is kind of weird. Pastor Grooms? <laughs> yeah, that's a weird name for a religious movie. Uh, he did uh, Agent Toby Banks, which is the sequel or remake. I guess to that uh, Frankie Muniz movie. Whoa! Yeah. Universe. So, uh, so you know, he's doing fine. <laughs> God damn! <that's... laughs> wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. This is this is not uh, Agent Toby Banks. This is <laughs> this is Agent Toby Barks. Barks. Oh my God! That's even it's worse. Dog, it's the dog. The <laughs> secret agent dog. <laughs> It's a Lionsgate production too. Oh Jesus! Fight <laughs> crime, catch bad guys, get belly rubbed, and then well, he's Dean uh, Kane in a suit. You know the voice. You know John the voice is. To- oh. <laughs> wow. Oof! That was Superman. See, that's why you don't go uh, against the left when you're in Hollywood because <laughs> <laughs> they put you in. Agent Toby barks when you were Superman. <laughs> wow, that's that's very unfortunate, man. He must be in so much debt. He doesn't even have like a dignified career where he's not doing anything like James Woods, who just tweets all day every day, or Roseanne, who doesn't do anything either, and she's just paranoid schizophrenic at this point. No, yeah, he's because beholden. he's he's known as Superman. That's it, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I feel like for a good while, if you played Superman, that was kind of like a death curse on you in your career. Cause, but I wasn't mean, he wasn't he also like a soap actor? Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with his career prior to Lois and Clark. But mm-hmm. you take a look at the career of Christopher Reeves, it kind of, you know, fizzled out similarly yeah. where, you know, he was doing like the Rare Window remake, and that was the highlight of his later career. So 
Yeah. If you get cast as Superman, it's usually because you're bland and inoffensive, and that's maybe not great for portraying other characters in film. Henry Cavill seems to be doing great, though. But it's not that he's good. He's also that, you know, very bland, very that guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, he was fine in Mission Impossible, but uh, I haven't seen The Witcher. I've heard mixed things about that. <sighs> Did you watch I, it? Uh, I started watching it. I couldn't get into it. I I, I never finished the, the game, so because uh, it's one of those games that is just too big. So I, I, you know, I spend a week playing it, and then there's so much to do that I just don't do anything and, and get bored with it. But they did a weird thing with the show where, uh, in the game, when the character is interacting with someone, he reacts with a hum, right? With a, you know, you'd say something, and then he'd be like, hmm, and then speak. They did that with this character in the show, and it feels so weird and so what the fuck are you doing? Like this is not a part of a real conversation type of thing. That that's kind of odd, but I guess you know to play an, a character that is your character in the video game, so he's not the most interesting, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, now there's Witcher fans that I'm sure would fucking burn me at the stake for saying that because people are very passionate about that franchise. But it's just I just I don't know I just couldn't it couldn't do I couldn't get into it, so it's whatever. I think the the reviews were kind of lukewarm too, just kind of like it's fine. And also, when you have shows like Vikings, where they go hard with that aesthetic and that, you know, uh, tone of all the time fights and all that, they really go hard in that show with the violence and, yeah. and uh, the nudity and all that. Uh, even the, the, like the stories are, are really good, how they base it on, you know, actual real mythology. But the thing is that when you try to do that and it's sanitized a lot, it kind of doesn't feel as strong. And I feel like this this show suffers from that a lot, I think. Yeah, speaking of gaming, have you followed that Dr. Disrespect thing at all? Didn't even know who he was, to be honest. No, he's like a big Twitch streamer, I guess, and they they banned him for whatever reason. People thought he, he like, raped somebody or murdered, or he was arrested. I mean, I haven't seen anything like that. Uh, but he just put out a, a statement that uh, apparently he was not privy to why he was banned before getting banned. This would be like, <clears throat> let me give you a good equivalent. This would be like if, actually, no. I mean, Red Letter Media is huge on YouTube, right? Mm. It'd be like if the Angry Video Game Nerd channel got deleted and everything James Rolfe did was permanently banned. That's essentially the, the equivalent of this whole Twitch thing. I know Jerry's big into that. Jerry loves like... all the streamers and whatnot. He just watches cam girls all day. He's big into yeah. cams.com or, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So this guy <laughs> is that even a? <laughs> that feels like such an old man like guess. Cam. <laughs> it's just an old guy guess. It's that camera webcam.com. <laughs> Girls.com. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure that I'm not even gonna go with it. But yeah, I, I. I wasn't even aware of. I don't like streaming games. Like the only game content that I watch is whenever I'm interested in a game and I want to just check out what it looks like or maybe a review or something. But I, I can't I guess I'm just old and I don't understand the the you know that thing that's going on now where you just sit and watch someone play a video game for three hours and you're not a part of it at all. You're just sitting there watching someone else play. So I'm I'm completely out, outside of that world. No, what I, what I've been doing lately as far as like game related stuff is I'll put on like a PlayStation One game walkthrough 
on YouTube. And if, if I just want like background noise, it'll be Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2, Metal Gear, whatever it might be. But that's that's as far as that goes. I could I could not fathom the idea of sitting and watching someone play a video game for eight hours and being like, here's my money. Say something. Or, say say the thing I wrote. You got to say yeah. the thing I, I just wrote it. That's the rule. I mean, let's not let's not shit on it because uh, no, I, certainly I, like, not. I would never bash live streaming. What are you What are you talking about? No. But I also don't understand people that go to arenas to watch people play video games. Like that's completely that's, that's weird. Out of out of like reality to me, going to a, uh, an arena where they have two giant screens and there's people playing there, and you just why? I don't I don't understand that. I don't I don't get it either. But um, you know, people maybe would have shown up. To, to see screens of Defive Bloods, if that had gotten its due in theaters. How about that? It'll never see the light of day, unfortunately. The best the best people can get is Netflix.com. So, what would you rate Spike Lee's Defive Bloods? Out of 10? Whatever your personal scale is for me. I like a good 4-star rating. Maybe you want to go 1 to 100. I don't know. I think out of 5, I'd say a 2. Whoa. Yeah. Again, it didn't really do anything for me. I, I, I liked a couple of performances and that was it. I, I felt like even the even the gore was kind of shitty. You know, when the, the bomb thing happened, the, the uh, mine thing happened, and then you have him on the ground. He He's barely painted as a little bit blacker than he already is, and he's just like, eh, like his torso is there. He looks, it looks worse than bad taste. You know, like yeah, yeah. And the budget, the, the budget was forty-five million, so it wasn't, it wasn't that. You know, he got five million for it. Like, so it's an okay budget for a scene like that to be done properly. And he just, even that, they couldn't get right. Uh, I'm actually slightly more impressed in retrospect, learning that just now that they only had a budget of forty-five million dollars for this movie, because it, it, typically a film of this this size would probably be made on like a minimum of a hundred million dollars and it would have equally as terrible cg and effects so uh i'm not i'm not gonna hold that against it too much but yeah that was a very cartoonish and poorly acted moment when <laughs> that guy blows apart that was not the best way. and i remember being like how the hell did we get here it was a bunch of yeah. friends in a bar in vietnam reminiscing about the old days and i was with it and now yep. I have to watch this geriatric actor try and sell me that his legs and his torso are gone. Why? Yeah. And is that the only... Oh, well, and then the, I guess the when no, they I kill mean, Lindo at the end, yeah. where they just... Yeah, it's just... I don't know. I, I Again, I, I, it didn't grab me. I, I feel like I've been saying that a lot lately. Let me start watching movies that I actually movies, like. Movies, suck right now. movies are terrible right now. This is this is by far the worst year for movies that I can recall. Uh, I know twenty maybe it was twenty fifteen wasn't good. I think Buzzard might have been the, the only good film to come out that year. Beast of No Nation, those two films. Give, give me a, a five movie. Oof, that was gonna be difficult. A five movie nomination list for best movie in the Oscars is the word on right now. No, I can't. I can't even do that. I've only watched I've watched uh, 20 films this year, <clears throat> so that that's well below the amount that I typically would. But we've also had a bunch of movies get held up as a result of COVID and theaters right. shutting down. 
I'll give you what I got currently as my top 10 of the year. How about this? And again, this this is in no way reflective of the, the film's quality because, it, as I stated, the, the top film I would probably give a B, B-plus to, and that is The Trip to Greece. And that's only because okay. I like Steve Coogan and um, Rob Rydren, you know. Okay, uh, so we follow it. Yeah. Coffee and Kareem? Well, okay. <laughs> is that the next one you're going to? <laughs> like a, I'm just looking at the movies that came out this year, and it's just, oof. Yeah, Love, Lovebirds with uh, Kumal. That's a, that's, a, that's a good one. I, I will never watch that movie. I'm tired of Kumal. Uh, the Five Bloods is actually my second best movie of the year. Okay. Uh, the way Not back. To tell us it all. Yeah, the way back with Ben Affleck. You don't know me. The the Showgirls documentary was pretty good, but it maybe went on about thirty minutes too long. Arkansas. The um, what is his name? Clark Duke. Yeah, yeah, that was good. His film, uh, Color Out of Space, is number six at the moment. Mm. Started twenty twenty. That. Yep. That oh. was January, <clears throat> I believe, or maybe it was February. Capone. Did you get around to watching really? Capone? I haven't finished it. <laughs> no. Capone. No. <laughs> Capone, <laughs> Capone is uh it's not good, but it, it was it was uh fun ish. It misses What do you think of jo- What do you think of Josh Trank's career after this movie? Career? There's no career. He made this movie. This was this this was the life raft that could have gotten him back into Hollywood. That little fucking kiss ass worm. That self, self, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? It doesn't matter. That, that jerk off, sure, jerk off, that jerk off. (laughs) No, I just, I really don't like how Josh Trank bashes his own movies after he came out and defended them to begin with. It's so obviously like he's retroactively convinced himself his movies are shit when they're not even, I mean, look, Fantastic Four is bad. It's not really his fault that that movie is bad. Yeah. So his whole, well, uh, I'll never release my extended cut of that. <laughs> After like Zack Snyder gets Car Blanche to do his justice, and they <laughs> give him eighty million dollars or whatever it is. It's like but, nobody's asking for it. Yeah. Nobody wants it. <laughs> so uh, Capone misses as much as it hits. Some of it's fun. Some of it's really stupid and entertaining. And uh, I. I I don't know. I don't know. It, it was just kind of a noble failure, maybe. Uh, the Vast of Night, which is like an Amazon 1950s spooky sci-fi uh, low-budget movie, which is pretty decent. Uh, number nine is TFW No GF. Okay. Which we, we've talked about with Jake Hanrahan. And then number 10 is The King of Staten Island, just because uh, Bill Burr acts very well in it and that's it that's okay Pete davidson is insufferable and apatow shtick has run its course the humor is not good but bill burr is like a legitimate actor in this movie and i give him credit for that so that's why it's number 10 so where do you live uh extraction and extraction, the grudge the grudge i'm not watching these movies i've never i would never <laughs> click on those movies. <laughs> extraction is that uh Chris Hemsworth Netflix movie. Oh right, the big movie in India. Yeah. What about watching. Birds? Yeah. What about Birds of Prey? 
Listen, uh, Birds of Prey is next up after King of Staten Island. And I'll tell you what, I, I didn't dislike Birds of Prey. I actually, I liked a lot of Birds of Prey. And it was not okay. the movie that I think we were told it was going to be. Uh, I think it's not good, but the filmmaker has a good visual eye. And it feels like certain scenes are music videos. It's got that okay. kind of vibe to it. So it's creatively interesting and visually uh decent so it's not it's not that bad and it's it's not the the pro-feminist anti-male whatever agenda that right. we thought uh number 12 is new man from dow cinema the russian collective soviet russia where they went in the bunker mm. and shot like 80 movies is that real yeah it's real you ever, go to DowCinema.com. you can buy a movie for like 3.99 and you can watch just nothing happen throughout the entirety of it. There's no purpose. <laughs> it's an interesting project, though. They've been shooting this, I think, since like 2006. They all just went and and did all these movies in this little bunker area away from the rest of Russia. So they just did uh, Mumblecore, but in Russia? I guess so. But Mumblecore at least has uh, at least a decent part of uh, the Mumblecore scene. Those films tend to have something that happens that okay. the story not so here. what is what are these movies just people talking about something and then it ends okay so in Dow new man we see a guy and it's like a cool I, I bought the one that has like a cool image of a man wearing a helmet and lifting weights and that's how it begins and then he just leaves the room and then we follow him and he talks to people and he has sex with a woman and then he talks to some more people and uh, that's it that was like two hours. Down so you spend more money minute. more money on that than on Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yes, I do. What would you prefer? <laughs> I would ha I'd have to. You know what? I've only watched Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> you know what? I uh, Spider-Man. Give me Spider-Man over Down New Man. Uh, VFW. The controversial VFW comes in next after Down New Man. And uh, we've since learned that Fred Williamson has certain demands when he shows up on the set. 80-something-year-old 80, 80 Fred Williamson has his needs, and uh, that's not okay. We don't approve of that type of behavior. If you've got needs, you, you, you leave work for that. You but go home. How come, how come uh, uh, Stan Lee didn't get canceled he when did. he was pretty much – Oh, he did. I don't remember on that. On his deathbed, he was canceled for – Shouting at nurses that's, and calling them harlots. That's hilarious. I mean, what do you expect from an over 80-year-old? Stan Lee was pushing 100, you know? But uh, okay. in the case of well, Fred Williamson, you know? I don't know. Who, who, um, let, we've commented enough about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, uh, we got three films to go. Invisible Man, which was competently made, but just didn't really leave much of an impact on me. And uh, Elizabeth Moss is not a great leading actress. Then the penultimate film is Blood Machines, which had a cool trailer and uh, is even questionably, uh, a, you know, maybe a series, not even a film, because it's split up into three chapters. They say, oh, it's 50 minutes long. And uh, the credits... The, the, it has an opening credits and credit sequence every chapter, and that eats up about like 10, 15 minutes. So really, you're uh, watching like a 30-minute project that's been disguised as a 50-minute film in three segments. 
So it's just like watching, just like watching Turbo. What's it called? Turbo Power Rangers movie. No, 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 <laughs> no. The the movie that, or the the video that they had before this movie, the director did. What's it called? Turbo Killer. Turbo Killer. I have not seen that. But okay, that's a music this video, right? Yeah, this is supposed to be like a sequel to that music video. That's why I'm asking. But what is it visually? Cool, at least. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll say that. I mean, there are some visuals that are really uh, enjoyable and uh, you know aesthetically stimulating, but there's there's nothing else there except for that. And then Guns Akimbo is the worst movie I've watched. <laughs> and I knew you know what? I knew it was going to be bad. That movie was great. Listen, <laughs> you guys... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, you need to watch. The last of American, what is it called? The last of the, yeah, the last days of the of the American crime. That's a, a Netflix movie that is it's based on a comic book, and it's I I would say it's worse than Guns Akimbo. It's the kind of the same type of movie where it's very loud and very action based and very stupid. But in this one, they try to or they make it seem like they're being clever with it, but it's really stupid. Um, there's points where the camera just moves and there's no reason for it. And the camera is just moving and moving and you're just waiting for something to happen. And it's just a dialogue between two characters, but the camera is just like doing this the whole time. Oh, uh, so I think you should check that out just because I didn't finish it. But, <laughs> but just to have, I guess, another one on top of that Gums Akimbo, because it's, it's better. Like I'll, I'll tell you everything you need to know about this movie by just saying it's it, Gums Akimbo is better than this. Okay, I'm looking at the page for this on Google, and it says Edgar Ramirez, Michael Pitt, Charlotte Copley of Old Boy fame. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's two Nobody hours did. and 29 minutes, which is already kind of egregious by modern standards. It's got a 3.6 on IMDb, which otherwise is pretty easy to appease. You know, every film's got like mm -hmm. a 6 or 7 on IMDb. 0 0.5 out of 5 on IndieWire, 15% on Metacritic. Uh, it does not have the Rotten Tomatoes score here, but um, I do feel like that maybe illustrates the point you're making with this film. Zero percent. It, feel <laughs> it feels like a movie that a 14-year-old made uh, because it's edgy, like a 14-year-old would think is edgy back in the year 2000. So, like, if this, if this movie came out when I was 14, I would have been like, this is fucking awesome. There's titties. They curse. There's guns. But that's it. Like, it feels like an edgy movie for, like, an early teenager that hasn't been really exposed to many things. Do you know now that Google really has... <laughs> yeah, Google has tags now that people vote upon, top-voted tags, to associate with certain things. I didn't even know this was... Okay. This must be new. If you Google Hans L, I wonder what comes up. Who knows? What, oh, no. what, are, what are the top voted tags for that? But the top voted tags for this movie are boring, <laughs> bad acting, unconvincing, yep. unrealistic, slow, cringe-worthy, yep. mm. mindless, confusing, yes. awkward, mm. and illogical. Add your vote to help others. So there's a scene, which is when I stopped watching it, um, where the character played by Michael Pitt uh, goes to see his dad. He's like a gangster, right? And he goes to see his dad and his daughter's there. And it seems like his dad has a preference for his daughter. So they just start yelling at each other. 
And at one point she says, what do you want? A titty? You want to see my titties? And she like shows him one of her tits. And I was like, all right, that's it. I, that's like, uh, that's it. <laughs> like someone wrote this and they shoot this and I'm not going to say, like, I think that's like 40 minutes into, like I didn't even get into the full movie, but yeah, if you if you want to torture yourself, maybe we can do an episode. Of, no, let's not do an episode because then I will have to finish it. But if you want to torture yourself, go watch The Last Days of American Crime. It's on Netflix, and you'll have a terrible two and a half hours. That seems to be the general consensus. So there's incest in this movie in addition to being it's just that downright terrible. Yep. Great. Well, that that's a wonderful recommendation. I'll, I'll, just, <laughs> I'll have to make the time to see that, I, I suppose. It's not like I've been watching many other films this year. And what do we really have to look forward to in 2020? That's a good question. Um, you got the superhero stuff, right? What superhero? <laughs> All of the superhero movies. We no. have Wonder Woman. Uh, that X Men movie is coming out maybe this year. Wait. Oh no, yeah, that's never mutant. They're gonna bury that. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna literally. Put all of the reels of that in the basement of the school that's about to be demolished. That's how that movie is going to get released. New mutant. You got see the light of day. <laughs> They're going to turn it into a comedy at the end because it hasn't it gone through like different. Like it was an R movie first, and now so it was supposed okay, to be we have... right. like they they had this movie in mind in like 2014, 2015 or something with uh, uh what's his name, Josh Boone, Josh Boone. Uh, was doing the stand for CBS. I might be confusing his name with Tranks. I don't know. But he did, I think, The Fault in Our Stars or some movie like that. And New Mutants was supposed to be its own thing, kind of like how Logan was its own thing. Right. And then they were like, ah, well, I don't know if we really want to do a superhero movie that's also a horror movie. Why don't you go film more superhero stuff? So he goes and he does that. And then they're like, ah, I think maybe we want to fit it into like the X-Men timeline after all. I, I don't know. So, I mean, it's just, it's going to look better for us. And, uh, you know, Boone's like, all right, yeah, fine, all right, I'll shoot a little bit more here. All right, we'll put it back in there. Okay, cool. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, we might be selling the company to Disney. So why don't you just hold on to that for a minute? He's like, all right, yeah, I'll hold on to it. And now Disney finally has it, and they're like, yeah, we're just going to remove everything X-Men about this movie. <laughs> yeah. This, this yeah. X-Men horror movie that's not a horror movie anymore, it's not going to be an X-Men movie either. X-Men it's just going to be kids in Damn. an asylum for an hour and a half. And then COVID So happens. they're not even going to rename it? No. Just New, new Mutants. That's like, that's like making a movie called uh, The Justice League that's not related to The Justice League. Yeah, it's 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 not great, and I I, I remember uh, I think Mr. Sinister with John Hamm, you know, he was supposed to play Mr. Sinister, and he had a cameo oh, yeah. or something. So he was supposed to be involved in this, and they cut all of the scenes out. So, well, we have a uh, Mulan to look forward to. We have a uh, Bill and Ted face the face H because they look like shit now. <laughs> they look old as fuck. Uh, Kevin Smith probably cried watching that one, so that's that's good. Uh, we got The Conjuring Three, uh, Candyman, Candyman. Yep. Cool. Uh, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. Uh, Halloween. Oh, oh, there's a new that's... Halloween coming out this year. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> well, what about uh, Hobgoblin starring Hans L? That's what I. Is I that coming out this no, year? Fuck no. This no, is a no. Even if I finish the movie tonight, 
even if I finish the movie tonight, I would hold it back a year because this is a bad yeah. year. This is a cursed, doomed year. Terrible. So, uh, I don't know, maybe Spike Lee will come out with something different. Maybe we'll see a series rendition to do the right thing to line up with the there's a There's a Chalamet, Wes Anderson movie coming out, too. It's fun. Oh, what about Woody Allen's movie with, with Timothy Chalamet? Doesn't I don't know. Does he have a film that's supposed to come out this year? Let me see. I know that Timothy Chalamet swore off everything Woody Allen and then was like, ah, I feel so bad about working with this predatory man. I'm going to give away my salary. And then Woody Allen reveals in his autobiography, yeah, Timothy Chalamet hit me up personally. And he was like, yeah, look, I don't mean it at all, but I have to. I mean, my manager wants me to do this. Little fucking worm. Little old money worm. Yeah. kid. It's a, a rainy day in New York, and it comes out on June 5th, June 5th in the UK. Oh, so it's already out. There's probably a leak. Yep. Wonderful. Maybe I'll check that out. Him and uh, I really wish, you know, out of the old money kids that it was Chalamet who got a Me Too and not Ansel Elgort. <laughs> Do you Did like him better? I, I don't I like really either. Like, I like Ansel Elgort a lot more than Timothy Chalamet because Ansel Elgort, you get the vibe that he's an actual human being. Timothy Chalamet looks like every aspect of his life is polished to have a successful acting career. Like he's never, uh, never enjoyed anything. I confuse Ansel El, whatever his name is, with uh, the guy that played Han Solo. Like yeah. they're the same person to me. Same with this kid with Chalamet and, and The Flash. That's like the same boy to me too. Yeah, because they're What's both- his name? Uh, well, Ezra Miller punched a woman in the throat, yeah. and no, nobody wants to talk about that. He like body slammed her, choke slammed That's her true. head first onto the concrete. I think that woman's dead now, but nobody wants to talk about that because there's too many Flash movies they're planning. They got Michael Keaton on the contract. They can't bring also, that up now. It happened in Europe, so that happens there all the time. Who cares? Apparently, I mean, what we've learned from this is if you're famous and you dress like a woman mm-hmm. sometimes. You can beat the shit out of a lady. You can you can knock a woman's teeth out. And if you're the you know if you're in the right clothing, hey, anything anything's fair game. That's the loophole. That's what you need. <laughs> you want to punch a woman, just wear a dress. Yeah. I mean, how are they going to do Baby Driver two now without him or Spacey? Is like, he actually canceled, like, for real? Like, do they get him on something? I don't watch news anywhere. I don't know. He's probably about as canceled as Justin Bieber. That's, I mean, so here's the thing. The big thing was some girl who said, oh, when I was 17 and he was 20, he said, oh, we got to break you in. And then oh, I, my. I was screaming and crying, and he violently raped <laughs> me in a hotel. Okay. 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 All right. Let's, we'll, all, all right, right. We'll, we'll go with that. And then uh, somebody somebody wrote something like, uh, you know, when we were in high school, he kept calling the the Ni- some Nigerian river the the some other I don't know some other name, you know, and uh, he got uh-huh. canceled. That that name, not some <laughs> other name. That name because got, if it's some other name, nobody cares. He but got it's that name. canceled because of so it's just like an of, like an alternative alternative name that kind of sounds like the Nile River. Is that what you mean? I don't. I don't I don't know. I don't think about these things in such a volatile, okay. disgusting context, you know. So he got an assault charge and he got a racism charge against him in the public uh, court of public opinion. 
So he he's getting you know, but I think he'll be fine. This feels like Ryan yeah, Seacrest you, getting canceled, you know. What do you think? Uh five years or less for no, him to come back? Much less, two years max. And I mean Bieber got canceled right after him for like the same exact thing. Some girl being like, I didn't want to do it, but I did it. Right. So I think he'll be okay. You know, he got sandwiched between yeah. Bieber and who who got canceled right before him? Chris Delia. Oh yeah, right, Chris. De- yes, how could we forget? Him? I referenced him, you know. So yeah, uh, he'll be fine. He'll 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 be doing great. Edgar Wright isn't gonna be like, ah, I can't do another movie with this kid. Mm. So, um, yeah. and then we had Mel Gibson getting canceled over a recycled news story. Again, they get this whole Winona Ryder Mel Gibson story has gets mm. brought up every five years and. There's nothing to go off of for it except the word of a shoplifting middle-aged female who uh, failed pretty pretty unhinged and uh, addicted to pills. Maybe that's the kind of look she has in her eye, like she loves a good pill, you know. Also, you're trying to cancel someone that hasn't been mainstream for how many years? Stranger Things. She's since Stranger the last Things. time. So she's. I mean, no, that, no, no. no. I'm, I'm talking about. Mel Gibson, like he was canceled already, like what five, ten years ago, maybe, where he stopped getting like mainstream work. But uh, hold on a second, ten years ago, Mel Gibson got in trouble with the police, and that's when he called the officer sugar tits, and he allegedly he was ranting about yeah. uh, Jews in the media or whatever to the uh, in the back of a police car. Now, yeah. when the audio recordings that his ex-wife released to TMZ or whoever, National Enquirer came out. <laughs> He still got a decent amount of work after. It was uncomfortable, but he was still working. He had, yeah, he had yeah. shit to do. That was still early. It was like, what, between 2003 and 2006, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can have something like that. Christian Bale gets in trouble for yelling at the DP on Terminator Salvation. He's very volatile. Doesn't matter. He's still getting work. Um, It wasn't until he got apprehended by officers where the work dried up and people were like, this is a serious issue. His friends in Hollywood, like Robert Downey Jr. and Jodie Foster, try to shoehorn him into projects. Doesn't right. quite stick. But I wouldn't say that he hasn't been mainstream the past couple of years because he did get nominated for Best Director or Best Film with Hacksaw Ridge, and he did wind up in Daddy's Home too. That's true. I guess <clears throat> with Mark because Walter. for whatever reason, I, I, I don't think uh, trying to cancel someone like that that you know he's not the he's not the same guy from fucking Mad Max or from Lethal Weapon like I feel like people are maybe remembering that Mel Gibson of how huge he was because now it's like really you're gonna go at this guy that hasn't really been you know that beloved figure anymore like people know the things he said and the things he's done so it's weird to me that this story keeps getting uh, brought up when there hasn't been anything reported or another story after it, you know, it's just the same thing over and over again. And it's like, how many times do you need to cancel the guy for the same thing? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it, he, I think he's probably been on his best behavior ever since then. I can't imagine that having your private audio leaked where you're having a, yeah. like at your worst moment, like think about yep. the worst, like the absolute worst moments you've had in a relationship with somebody who's clearly deranged enough to end your, like 
to, to destroy your, your entire reputation and career for a little bit of money in the press just because you're getting – and that's not to say that what he was saying or, or how he was treating his wife was decent at all. But think about it. Like as much as you would hate your significant other to do that, to sell audio tapes of something that's going to permanently damage them, that that's that I think shows the imbalance that was going on within that relationship and just how fucking toxic it was. So – all that. Probably for less money, less money that Gibson was giving her too. Sure, sure. <laughs> so, and I mean, who knows? I mean, there might have been blackmail going on before then. We don't know yeah. what the dynamics of that relationship was. All we know is that he's huffing and puffing and saying very nasty things into the voicemail. Again, not to condone that, but it just shows that something's wrong with that relationship, yeah. and it was probably a two-way street, right? Yeah, I don't think it was just him being unhinged and she was just a saint that never did anything, you know. Sure. You can hear her shittiness too on the on the on the voice where she's just very dismissive and he's just enraged and that makes him even angrier just because she's just like I don't care. She's like Ukrainian or some shit. And yeah. She's just like like very whatever. And, and let's be clear, uh, Ukrainian people and Eastern European people are the coldest, most vile people yep. on the planet. They they're all born with like half a soul. So Shark, shark eyes, yeah. Yep. Every and, single um, one of them. The vibe I got from all of that was that this was just some woman he knocked up and he felt like he had to be there for his kid and he probably didn't want to be with her. He was embarrassed of her, clearly. He said yeah. that her fake tits were an embarrassment. And uh, <laughs> he, he just got, his, he got stuck in a rat trap with this, you know? He, he got some zingers, yeah. I remember the oh. I'd serve a blowjob. That's a... That's sure. a haven't we all felt like that <laughs> once in our lives? <laughs> so he hasn't been with this woman in a long time. He's got a new wife. He's got new kids. Uh, he he hasn't acted up in public. He hasn't you know sparred with any members of the press. He doesn't talk politics. He minds his own business. Yeah. He seems like a very respectable man nowadays. You know, um, so I, I I don't understand. I I mean I do understand that people who work in the business are cowardly. And they feel like they have both a moral obligation to themselves and to angry mobs that want to murder people, that want to kill you, that want to end the lives of your family members, even your infants, if you do something that really bothers them because they think that will have a ripple effect into the general society that will cause more damage than their own behavior toward you. Uh, I understand why you would maybe cut Mel Gibson adrift from Chicken Run 2. But, you know... Oh, God. It's just the world we live in right now. I can't believe they cut him. So they're just going to have someone doing an impression of Mel Gibson for that voice, I guess? No, they're going to get... That's a good movie, too. Chicken, Chicken, Chicken Run, Run is good. That's a, that's a top-tier animated, especially like claymation, yeah. stop-motion film. The Wallace and Gromit guys are, are usually never ones to disappoint on that end. Well, yeah. well uh, I think... I think cancel culture uh, is good. I think I think it's good that we hold people accountable, speak truth to power. You know, it's only a matter yeah. of time. It's only a matter of time, Hans. You can hide your name that's what, all you want. That's why I that's why I keep getting banned from from Twitter on purpose every like six months so that everything is deleted and that way I just have a new slate every time I open a new one. No, he, I mean you well, can't <laughs> you can't find my tweets from 2014 or whatever <laughs> because they're being deleted by Twitter. They're doing you a favor. They're doctor disrespecting you over and over. Yeah. I mean, here, I, here's, here's really probably, and maybe not even this, 
would be the only way to get all of this to stop is somebody has to actually lose it over this and start collecting addresses and gathering weapons and doing a Chris Dorner on the people that spited them, Absolutely. that took away their careers. Somebody has to take it to that level. And I'm not saying you should go out and do that, but if I get canceled, I'm not going to lie. It might cross, <laughs> cross my mind for a second. It might cross my mind. Depends on how bad it is. And, you know, if, if somebody's leaking my voicemails to my lovely girlfriend, if someone finds out the name you have for her, if someone finds out why you call her in private conversations, yeah. If our group chat gets leaked and we're all done, Oof. well, you've got a four-man militia that's that's ready to serve the public duty. Yeah, I have a pretty high count of no-no words in there. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. We've been keeping track. We've been keeping a tally. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh, Anyhow, you know, we're... Fuck I guess that's where we <laughs> hang both. Yeah. She sucks. Anyway. What do you, I mean, look, just to put a pin in this part of the conversation, because I don't really want to talk about cancel culture or <clears throat> any, any, any entertainment politics on, on like future programs. Yeah. Um, where do you actually see all of this going? Do you think, because it feels like we're, we're not far away from real authoritarian methods and it's not just going to be like mob rule or whatever but it's really going to be like if we find this thing that comes up in your content at all or your name's associated with this you don't get any work you don't have the access to this it really feels like we're starting to enter a different kind of moralistic society where things are going to be that clamped down you you mean the canceling thing where does it stop i think yeah politics have been a clear example that for them to stop you just have to do either catch someone they really like doing something like that because look at what happened with biden no one remembers her about the accusations and that pretty much killed the me too me too movement right because who is no one's talking about that anymore so i what you need here is one well, no, 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 no. hold on a second ansel elgort ansel elgort and justin bieber and chris D'Elia just brought it right back who, who, nobody knows who they are well with bieber yeah but you know what i mean like it needs to be someone that's very vocal it needs to be like a Who's very vocal from the le <laughs> with the left in Hollywood uh, that people like, like a Pat Oswalt? <laughs> oh, uh, what, what, what kind of sequence <laughs> do you think you're gonna dig up on Pat Oswalt? Uh, I don't know, something pill related. Yeah. Uh, maybe a Judd Apatow. That's someone that's very vocal, very loud. That because would like be... Kim Kimmel yeah. did it right. Kim Kimmel got canceled, and he got kind of like a pass. Like people are being kind of like, okay, well he learned all of a sudden. All of a sudden, it's like he learned from his mistakes and he's better. But I'm sure no, here, when he shows back. Here's exactly what it is. I, I don't even know if it's really a right-left thing so much as does corporate view a long-term path with this individual? With somebody like Kimmel with a late-night talk show host, they're thinking, all right, this person's probably going to occupy that seat a minimum of 15 years you know, uh, on, on the low end. And that's like Craig Ferguson or whatever. They might go 30 years. They might go whatever. Uh, so somebody like that is going to be near untouchable when it comes to one of these situations. And just by default, they tend to hire left-leaning individuals. And I think yeah. the the whole, like I said, the whole corporate pathway to long-term income comes above all else. So that's probably why Roseanne was, was let go. It was still right. fresh. You know, They didn't have as big of an investment there, even though they probably should have. 
and they're still trying to like trot out the Connors every year as a, right. as, a as a series or whatever. New hit series. Um, James Gunn was fake fired by Disney, you know, and they rehired, and they yeah. rehired him. <laughs> it, it was it, here's really what happened. They said, "Chill out, don't go nuts. We're just gonna say we let you go." And you know, the fans are going to be like, ah, rehire him. We know this most popular Marvel series, maybe Guardians of the Galaxy. And then we're going to rehire you. Boom. So you're going to get a lot of press for a while. Then you're going to come back yeah. stronger than ever. So that's how it works. Yeah. So if, you, if you're in the crowd, then you'll get, I guess, a pass. I think so. And then, I, mean, I, I don't know. Again, what, you, you see a flaw in that thinking? Yeah, of course. I mean, and and the, the problem is that people are not noticing this. Like, I I feel like that's when I feel like I've said I feel like in this episode like a hundred times. Maybe I do that on every episode. I just start listening to them. Uh, but uh, because for for this to end, I don't know. It has to. They have to hit. Uh oh, looks like Hans's internet has busted. So uh, maybe. We'll... <laughs> Oh, welcome back. Your internet went out. What? Right when you were about really? to give a solution. Like, I feel like people oh. have to. And then I heard the Skype sound effect. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, 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 it has to be someone that did something horrible, like a Harvey Weinstein, I think, that is very vocal from the left for that to be... For for them to stop canceling people. Once you start hitting that people was, that they like, hold on a second. That was Weinstein. Weinstein was giving money to Michelle Obama and Hillary Clinton, and he was a big vocal proponent That's for the true. Democratic Party. So I don't think That's that true. matters. It depends on the severity, right? And um, yeah. when it comes to something like Joe Biden, the press isn't going to handle that in the same way that yeah. they're going to anybody else. If yeah, because no one no one went at people that worked with Weinstein or people that knew. It was just like, well, he's in jail now, so it's over. So everyone else was innocent, you know. Yeah. Where's the Where's the second person that was getting the girls for him? Or where's the you know the the um, audition manager that's like, this is the one that has the right size tits or whatever that he likes, you know? Like, where are those people? Nobody cares because Weinstein went and exactly. that's it. Anytime yeah. someone's like, oh, you know, they'll post that meme of uh, Bane from the Dark Knight Rises where he says they expect one of us in the wreckage. It's 100% that. All the yeah. time. Now, in the case of somebody like Weinstein or Epstein, I feel like this movement was so uncontrollable that they got big figureheads within it. But you're never going to see the people behind the scenes that you're talking about, the wranglers, the groomers, if you will, uh, yeah. come come out and you know get sent to prison over that. It's just not going to happen. It's just the phase. Since Weinstein was the face and the lack of balls that everyone like, there's no way of getting out of that. Like by just you know just that. How many people have a mangina under their dick? Uh, so there was nowhere where he could go. So I guess you know got him. But then they're now pretending that you know Hollywood is all good now. This was the one guy. No one else was doing that predatory shit. So Weinstein's gone, and now we're all good. You know. Mm -hmm. Well. If you think about it, cancel culture <laughs> now I, I can say this firsthand because before I got into filmmaking and comedy, et cetera, and, and like doing a regular podcast on this uh topic, <clears throat> I was part of the literary scene. And prior to Me Too happening, there was a big <laughs> pre Me Too 
that happened within like the alt literature scene where people like Tao Lin and people who run run these certain presses that were big at one time, Steve Roggenbuck, Heiko Julian, these these alt literature guys and alt has nothing to do with like the terminology that's used nowadays in politics. It just meant weird right. like you're an alt comic or whatever. Alternative, yeah. Yes. All these guys got outed as sexual predators because they used their fame to hit girls up. And in the case of like Rog and Buck or uh, Heiko Julian, it turned out to be like 15, 16 year old girls. Big no no. So uh, this happened beforehand, and it was all on Facebook. This was before Twitter became the pre- like the force that it is in the culture today, right? <laughs> and in the case of somebody like Tao Lin, who was once regarded as the most interesting writer of his generation by Brett Easton Ellis, or, or, or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. That guy... He's great. He's great. That's what he said. I'm he's, quoting he's, him. He's, <laughs> exclamation point at the end. He's yeah. great. <laughs> Talon gets canceled for dating a 16-year-old girl. A 16-year-old girl becomes a trans man, has like a meltdown on Twitter about something, then reels back a lot of that, and, um, you know, Tao Lin still gets book deals with Vintage, with, uh, you know, some, some big publishing company. He's got a book coming out. He had a book come out just like last year or whatever. People are making movies on his work. Okay. Uh, matter of fact, I probably shouldn't say this on the show, but whatever. Uh, one of the filmmakers <laughs> who adapted one of his works unfollowed me on Instagram because I didn't post a black square on Black Square Day. Who is the name? That? Somebody who I was name. kind of friendly with. I'm not going to name, name names here, but it is what it is. Um, name names. <laughs> I want to know. My point is, anyway, <laughs> that I'm getting to here, is when it was kept to Facebook, things kind of kept a natural course where the people who are talented, after some time, they overcome, they return. And people who are not so talented or are maybe just you know, artificially inflated as these big personalities but don't actually have much to offer creatively, wind up disappearing. Um, And now with Twitter, I feel like there's no grace period to reintegrate as a creative entity or a public figure. I think the amount of hatred that is circulated through that website is going to probably destroy the Western world. I think if, if wow, I I think it's it, it's bound to happen if we if something doesn't occur that shakes the website. Maybe it's going to be the executive order that uh, has been long talked about that would regulate social media companies as essentially the public square and not as a publisher where they can pick and choose whoever they want to have on right. their site. Right? Maybe maybe that's it. I don't think so though. I I think the only way to cure this situation would be to shut it all down and that'll never happen because it's making too much money yeah you're giving uh voices to people that do judgments without even knowing the full story just because of a screenshot that someone posts that might or might not be true and lives are ruined by that it's funny that like you said like no one has gone nuts and shot someone because of a, well i'm sure it's happened because of a like a twitter dispute or something like that you know because like i've especially with everyone has having access to guns over there and all the like just awful shit that goes on in that on that website 
uh, I'm, I'm really surprised that it hasn't been, uh, you know, a Twitter killer yet. We might be uh, listening to this in 10 years and that's why it ended. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Waiting for the, you know, it reminds me of, uh, it's all completely unrelated, but like um, uh, To Catch a Predator, where it's just like as soon as someone, you know, sued and shut their brains out because of what happened with the show, they canceled it. So once they they make it Twitter responsible, which is what, like you said, Trump is trying to do, maybe that's when it'll stop. Because they will be, you know, responsible for the shit that's actually happening on their site. Maybe, maybe. I mean, the way that it would go is essentially that they have to claim. I think this is how it would go. They would either have to claim to be like a public forum, which is then part of, uh, you know, you know, it's essentially like, oh, if you were to step outside in public, and then just start talking, nobody can limit your speech. If you're out in your yard, or you're in the middle of the street, whatever, or they're a publisher. In which case, then they are held accountable for anything illegal that does get posted to the website, and that would bring it all down quickly. That would actually be great. Um, that's kind of what killed Tumblr. That sucked the wind out of Tumblr yeah. and brought all those people over to Twitter, which then caused chaos and just mayhem. So oh, that's true. That's when they banned nudity, right? Everyone just left because they realized they had an unmitigated child pornography problem. Because, yeah. you know, the, the whole idea of body positivity had essentially promoted this idea to young girls to just show your body on Tumblr. It's the whole fucking yeah. feminism. Be route. proud it's of like, your body. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Work, work 40 hours a week. You deserve it. You know, and it's like yeah. you know, your life is going to fall apart. You're going to stress yourself out. You're going to die prematurely, probably. Uh, your testosterone levels are going to go through the roof. It's like, oh, yeah, you're 18 years old. Go ahead. Go ahead. Show, show, show your labia. Go ahead. It's empowering. Yeah. And then you have 50 yeah. creeps on there that are like, oh, I, I love today's generation. I believe in <laughs> I'm, I'm a daddy dog. I'm a male feminist. Daddy dog's <laughs> for Hillary. I'm a male feminist. I've Oof. had three children. My wife left me. I live in my parents' garage. They're 80 years old. But I love women. I support women. So many guys like that on there. Fucking creeps. Now they're... <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine back back in 2013 and whenever you were on there thinking, "Yep, this is going to be the undoing of society." Uh, no, not at all. I honest, well, I guess the biggest difference when it comes to that uh, from my country and your country is that no one's on Twitter here. Mm. Like that's not that's not a thing. Uh, there's a couple of people. There's a couple of like YouTubers that might have a following, but they're not from here. And uh, when you talk about social media and like advertisement and shit like that, no one ever mentions Twitter. I think even Instagram is bigger than Twitter here. Uh, so to me, it's, it's, it's crazy seeing all the fights and all the shit that goes on over there. Just because if I try to talk about someone about that to someone here, they'll just be like, what? Why? You know, why is everyone so angry in that thing that nobody here uses, you know? <sighs> well, uh, this has taken a very uh, pessimistic, very nihilist, <laughs> very black-pilled turn. Anyway, Where should we be doing this on a stream, not on the... I know, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably... I'll yeah. wind up putting out this part as like a bonus episode because this might get us kicked off of iTunes or something yeah. since we're talking about pow, 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 you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's going to be filters at some point that are going to detect just saying the word gun 
or saying, saying right. what have you, and you're going to be gone. Uh, anyway, should probably wrap the show on that note. We've just done two hours on Defied Bloods and Defied Blood, Bloods only. Uh, you you rated the film two stars out of five. I give yeah. it a solid three stars, maybe three and a half if I'm feeling generous. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see at a later date. If you like Oof. Spike Lee, it is probably mid-tier, like a good five out of ten in his filmography. If I'm to play She Hate Me at a level zero, that's one of the worst <laughs> films anybody has ever made. Anthony Mackie as a sperm. That's what you see. What? I mean, he's a sperm donor, but they sh- they put his face on little sperms, animated sperms, and it's very poorly oh my composite. Gosh. You got to Google. It, it looks like an Instagram filter. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, terrible movie, uh, unbelievable, and like they portray lesbian <laughs> couples as very like undersexed and like wanting his dick because you know they only have pussy all the time, so they need a man to impregnate them. They don't want to do the base dirt. They want the real deal. You know, so mm-hmm. that movie sucks. That's a that's a really awful thing. <laughs> she hates me. Can't believe Anthony Mackie had a prestigious career after that. Uh, but that's did he though? That, yeah, well, he's you know they were like, hey, he, he this... you're gonna be the new Captain America. Well, actually, you know you're gonna uh-huh. have Captain America's shield. You're still gonna be the Falcon. Actually, we might make this yeah. this white guy over here, Sebastian Stan, the real Captain America. Actually, maybe we just you'll wait be there until Chris Evans, you know, comes back. Yeah, you'll have wings. That's cool, right? They're metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll have a star yeah. on your uniform. So, yeah, great. Uh, any, any plugs you want to throw? out? You do have a new Twitter account that you're active of. It's no longer just a memorial account. Yeah, it's uh, Hans Memorial on Twitter. Memorial. Uh, oh yeah, Memorial. I had to change that because I, <laughs> because I. Uh, tweeted something that wasn't very positive to Mark Cuban and he retweeted it and what? that was well, hold on no no I didn't hear yeah. about this. What happened? Okay, so um someone tweeted that um uh I don't remember. Someone was shitting on Mark Cuban or whatever and there was a lot of people defending him. So then I replied to the tweet just saying uh the fact that Mark Cuban has fans uh shows how doomed we are as a society, right? And he retweeted that. So after he retweeted that, I was like, oh, that's funny. But that was his top tweet, right, on his page. And then I just started getting, well, the fact that you don't have fans. It's just like, yeah, I have 30 followers. <laughs> like, that's, that's your, yeah, of course. That's the point. And then I just started getting a lot of messages from people with white beards and white hair. Just being like, of course, I'm a fan of someone that, pulled himself by his bootstraps and became a billionaire and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be our next president or whatever. And I was just like, I don't need this shit in my life. So I just changed the, the I, I changed one letter on my Twitter handle for it to be memorial instead of memorial and, and that stopped. So it had to be done. I didn't know that he had such passionate fans of fucking Shark Tank. Yeah. That was mentioned a lot. How can you not be a fan of the creator of Shark Tank? Just like, I don't, He's what? not the creator of Shark really? Tank. Mark Isn't, Burnett, I don't know. Mark Burnett brought that show over from like Canada or the UK where it existed for a while anyway. Uh, so no, he, that's, I mean, that's that's the type of replies I was getting. That's I guess that's what my point is. It's like yeah, we're all fans of these billionaires. It's like all right, I wasn't expecting this, but yeah, it's not not fun. I guess. I mean, so it's, it's in syndication. It it's a popular show on ABC, well liked. 
I don't know. You gotta you gotta pick your targets wisely. You know. I don't even have a problem with him. I was just shit talking. I wasn't expecting him to, you know, search for his name on Twitter and then <laughs> for that one to pop up and. Yeah, he didn't even say anything. He just retweeted yeah, it. Like, he, knew, he knew they would take care you of it. Yeah, here it is, boys. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. You so now I'm have. just nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You should. I, I, I bet it I didn't wish... affect him at all, but he just knew he was going to teach you a lesson with that. Yeah, he did. All respect to him. <laughs> but I was like, this guy can end me with, like, nothing. So, yeah. yeah. So now I'm just nice there. I'm just cordial to everyone. And I just, you know put uh inspirational quotes in there so if you want to hear that just or read that and hands me more on twitter yeah and you've only been suspended once thus far so yep. that that public public square executive order really needs to come into effect before you're gone for good yet again get more get some money off twitter are you kidding fuck yeah sure <laughs> all right and if you're listening to this show you probably already know where to just check out the description on this episode and you'll find everything necessary. But if you want extra episodes, go over to patreon.com slash Lores or gumroad.com slash Lores and you'll find all the extras and the first two episodes of our other show, Civic TV. So that's been Movies for this week. Thank you for listening.